Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. So, Lisa, you got uh, quite passionate, to put it mildly, about housing. And I got the impression you're very much at your wit's end and trying to get housing across the line. First off, though, can I just ask you, what is your view on the uh, the, the importance of getting the Minister, Dara O'Brien, into the Council Chambers to talk to you all? Are you in favour of that? Of course I'm in favour of it. I think it's always good to talk, and I think it would be very... Um, beneficial for the local authority to explain to the minister where they're at. Um, obviously, he gets the figures up every month or what? I'm not quite sure on, on, on regular basis anyway, and he can see, um, I suppose, the lack of performance by the council. But having said all of that, um, I think it will be obviously very important. Right, and I mean, when I last spoke to him, Eurasi assured me he was willing to talk to all councillors. But when do you think, or would you be encouraging him to come down and just talk to the councillors in general and listen to what they have to say? Because it would certainly, on the basis of what I'm hearing from individual councillors, it would go a long way to getting to making them feel as if they're getting their points across. Um, I think uh, my understanding is that he is going to do a circuit of the councils. Um, but I'm not sure when that's going to be. I'd say in the next few months. Um, and I, I do believe it would be important to get the points across, etc. And the log jams in the system, which I've discussed on your programme before, Alan. Um, you know, I, I, and that's all very important. But I also think it's important for the local authority to become accountable as well. Uh, this is not all, let's sit back and blame a minister that's been in government for two months, two years rather. Um, this is also about... Um, every person, every body, every authority that's involved in development and in the in, in the delivery of housing, being accountable. So I think that works both ways. All right. I, I, I notice, uh, and I can sense from councillors as well, tension in getting things across the line. Are you at your wit's end as a councillor in, in terms of trying to get things across the, the line? Are, is there a disparity between you and the actual council officials themselves? I mean, what's, is there tension between you? Um, I don't know that you could call it tension, but there's definitely frustration. I think things are moving too slowly. I think that there's absolutely no urgency at all um, in Wexford County Council between certain departments. And I think those departments themselves need to talk to each other more. I think there needs to be more communication between planning and housing. And now we have housing broken into two sections. This happened in the last few months where we now have um, a capital development side and then we have the housing side. So the capital development side are the ones building the housing and the the housing um, part is... Looking at the numbers and the need and the housing need, etc., in the county. So you've got two separate strands of the one issue um, trying to deliver. Um, but there's only accountability, I suppose, on the side of the development side, the mm. capital spending side, which is all very complicated for your listeners. What well, I want to see. Simplify it for us, Lisa, I, because I, I where, where, where does the book stop? Does the book the stop? The book should stop at the top. The Where? book stop with the CEO. No, with the CEO. In, in terms of Wexford County Council right. and the delivery of its housing programme, it's underwhelming. I think uh, the, the current Cahir Lock used that word when the Housing for All plan, when it was, Housing for All plan was um, produced last October by Wexford County Council, um, he used the word underwhelming. And I think that is what it is. It's underwhelming. So let's see how, do, do, do they even meet their target this year? And let's see if that happens. But once that's, that is their plan. It isn't overly, let's say, ambitious. And therefore, 
let's deliver at the very minimum what's in it. There is none, uh, there is very little housing for the Rossler Municipal District in that plan. So what we see and what's a current frustration for me right. and for my colleagues in Rossler is that uh, people in okay. the Rossler District are being told to go into Exertown for housing. Now, those people in Exertown need those houses too. Why not build wherever we can build instead of looking at this whole nonsense, to be quite frank, of uh, pick your three top places and that's where the right. housing demand is. That is pure nonsense. Okay, well, what you said is you believe, these are your words, that the book stops with the CEO mm-hmm. uh, of Wexford County yeah. Council, Mr. Tom Enright. Yeah. So I will go back to Mr. Tom Enright and give him the right to reply to Absolutely. what you said Absolutely, that's there. no problem. Yeah. But do you not think that the book also stops with the government, which is of the Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael government? Yes. And are, is the council being properly financed? Has it been given adequate resources to meet the targets? We, we have unprecedented funding in the housing um, department at this point. If Wexford County Council say they want to double their housing for all plan, the money will be made available. The log jams are not being looked at and I have been saying this ad nauseum for about a year now and I said it on this programme first on if I recall. Mm. The log jams with the ESB, with Irish Water in particular and with the local authorities and with funding in terms of uh, first time buyers etc with banks and those rules. All of those need to be looked at if we're going to get a satisfactory mm. um, solution to building houses. Uh, I believe that as I said to you, this current plan is not even a year old, right? right. But and the minister's there two years, right? You can't, it's easy to sit back and say, oh, let's blame the minister. Yes, he has to look at the log jams in the system. It's not good enough just to throw money at it. He does need to look at other solutions and he needs to listen to the people on the ground in relation to that. And that's why I do believe it would be right. good for him to come down. Okay. However, having said all of that, if each person and each body that has responsibility in building houses sits back and is in a little cosy cartel with others and with the populists and saying mm. it's all the minister's fault, we're never going to get a solution. And do you know what? I'm not being political about this and I'm quite sure you'll have people ringing in yeah. saying I am being. I'm not. Yeah. I am on the, the cold face. I am trying to deal with creators and people who are in a really, really rough situation and there's it, the, the, the progress is just too slow. And, and look, you can give me some examples of what you're dealing with, but you, you know, you, I'm in the media business, you're in the political and you're in the legal business as well and people will say Lisa MacDonald is sitting in the studio today and she's grandstanding, she's mm. showboating for effect. That's abs- no, absolutely not. I think I probably do more work for for homeless people, for um, DePaul, for all of those bodies that than, than most. To be fair, right? Yeah. So I'm not. I'm frustrated by people who are living in their car, people who are um, getting their notice from landlords and who are really trying their very, very best. And we've all seen in the 50s and 60s when we, when the councils built the houses okay. themselves how, you know, I had a guy uh, there last week and he's like thriving. I got him a house three years ago, right? He was living in a mobile home and his business is thriving. And, you know, it can bring people on if they have a housing solution. Right. And what can be done for people is amazing if they actually just get the chance. Okay, I, I stood outside uh, and interviewed some of those at the protest, uh, I think was organised by Sinn Féin and with Tom Ford and independent councillor Jim Codd was there, so was uh, councillor into councillor Jim Codd, mm-hmm. independent councillor Leonard Kelly was there and empathy was shared by Sinn Féin deputy Johnny Myden with the people working in the housing area. I've spoken to one of the director services uh, quite recently Caroline and she went through in detail what mm-hmm. they're dealing with at the moment. I mean to me, to be fair to them, they have been quite open and transparent as, as where they're at but you're heavily critical today of of 
of the, the county council. What do, you, what do you want from them? What do you well, think I mean, should be doing Well, I mean, for start off, they, they, they could start by getting their housing report correct. I mean, in the progress report, as you saw at the council meeting on Monday, there were four housing estates that have already had the keys handed out in the list for for delivery. I mean, that's towards the, the, the figures. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't make for good reading when you see people saying, OK, we had a mistake, oh, sorry, right? Mm. So, you know, the grandstanding was by uh, the, the councillors that you have just mentioned. They're the ones grandstanding. They're the ones happy to sit back and say, as, you know, quasi-directors, you might say, as a county councillor, we have an oversight role in the county council itself and mm. we should be doing our job instead mm. of just sitting back, grandstanding and blaming the minister who's there two years. I'm not defending the minister. I think there's lots of things that are found wanting in his report plan. I have said mm. that to his official and I have said it publicly on this programme. Okay. There are lots of issues, but we're never going to get every, anywhere if we don't all pull together. And what I want to see is everybody, mm. the, the, the water, Irish water, the councillors, the council and the, the minister and the government itself pulling together on this because it is an, it's, a, it's a housing crisis. It's an international housing crisis. Fair enough. It's yeah. been thwarted by COVID and by the Ukraine and every, uh, the war in the Ukraine and all of those various different things and the fact that we are behind in terms of, right. I suppose, when you look at it that uh, we, we let all our you know builders and our construction workers was a dirty word in Ireland for mm. 10 years and now we, we're looking at getting them back and trying yeah. to get them uh, trained up again. We have teachers saying to young fellas in school oh come on be a carpenter or be, go into the construction industry and there are jobs there but the fact is that th- th- we, we, there was a 10 years missing in the whole affair so we're mm. going to take it's going to take time if we continue at the current rate okay. and I mean that across the board I'm not trying to uh, save anybody's blushes here You and I have had many conversations and you haven't held back uh, particularly against your own party and your own party mm. leadership do you feel your own party is doing enough I think they've in done, government? I think if you look at the, the extraordinary spending that has been given mm-hmm. to this by Dara O'Brien and by the government. Absolutely, there's no want of money here. They are providing the money. They don't build the houses. And isn't that part of the problem? We probably right. need to go back. I remember Padraig saying it for years and years and years. We need to be building houses. And you know he was right. Mm. We need to go back to the point where the government themselves are, the, I mean by that, the local authorities are building houses. Because otherwise right. there's just excuse after excuse after excuse. You know, I have seen it. I could go on here for three or four hours of loads of different rows okay. over sequencing in Enniscorthy, a little slip of land in Morrantown. It, uh, there's not, you know, just pure delays. Uh, people, the, the, okay. the housing department not speaking to the planning department and vice versa. So what are the main questions you're asking of Wexford County Council then? What I want is oversight. I want to see what is going on in the planning department, in the in the, uh, house, the two housing departments that we now have. And I want to see... Um, you know, communication. I want to see things happening faster. I don't want excuses. Oh, it's, you know, it's the, the four-stage process. There's a two-stage, one-stage process there that Wexford County Council is one of the very few councils in Ireland that hasn't used. Carlow have de- delivered under the first stage. Kilkenny have delivered under the first stage. Waterford have, Wicklow have. So why not bring all those departments in from those various different county councils and ask them what are they doing that's different to Wexford? So there are many, many questions, many questions. I don't want any more presentations. I want to see how can they help in solving this issue? How can they put more, put a better shoulder to the wheel rather than being, as I described them, in the County Council as a barge meandering up a canal? Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.